Welcome to the podcast. Boo, 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 boo. We're trying a new long extended theme to really mellow you out. Uh, before you start, the thank you. Oh, she's still going here. I can see it in her eyes. She has no plan on anything anytime soon. It's really exciting to see an artist in the studio working at the top of her game. You think she's singing a whole line, but she's really just singing multiple. to the park and then I sat and I said, hey. Would you look at that? There was a little frog, but then, oops, it got eaten by a dog. My day in the park. <laughs> I had some oh, lemonade. Jesus. I said, is that a seat in the shade? But do, but do, <laughs> do, the doggy do this one. Do, 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 Here we go. Do, do, do. Um, <laughs> That's how it ends. But, oh, a, a shepherd's crook comes and, and gets this crooner off the stage. And then there's a 15 minute drum solo. Ugh. Nothing sounds worse, <laughs> but that is the subway sometimes <laughs> in the before times. Okay, I'm just going to fast forward to the end here. All right. And symbol crash. Pretty good. Um, you wouldn't be able to tell from this extended acapella break, but this is a content warning <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> Do you guys like our content warnings? <laughs> right as in. We like to make sure that our content warnings are content. Warnings. Sure. Underline on the content um, on this one. Um, this episode, we're, we're going to talk um, at length because we can't. It's the good chunk of the chapter um, about how Jacob kisses Bella without her consent. Um, we're going to talk about that um, and how the characters react to it. So, again, if you'd rather not listen to that, skip this one or... I don't know. Skip all. Skip all of Twilight. Jacob mm. is forever bad. I mm. uh, just want to give you a heads up before we get into the episode itself. I think you did a great job, Chris. Thank you. I think if anything, I was the one that really weighed this one down. I was. I will say it was about f- fifteen minutes of um your day at the park. According to my recording, it was only three minutes and fifty seconds, and well, that includes the intro. It felt like park. I was a hundred years old. Yeah. 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 Still younger than Edward. Ooh! Emmett grinned. Fall down again, Bella? I glared at him fiercely. No, Emmett, I punched a werewolf in the face. Emmett blinked and then burst into a roar of laughter. As Edward led me past them, Rosalie spoke from under the car. Jasper's gonna win the bet, she said smugly. Emmett's laughter stopped at once, and he studied me with appraising eyes. What bet? I demanded, pausing. 
Let's get you to Carlisle. Edward urged. He was staring at Emmett. His head shook infinitesimally. What? Bet, I insisted as I turned on him. Thanks, Rosalie. He muttered as he tightened his arm around my waist and pulled me towards the house. Edward? I grumbled. It's infantile. He shrugged. Emmett and Jasper like to gamble. Emmett will tell me. I tried to turn, but his arm was like iron around me. He sighed. They're betting on how many times you slip up in the first year. Oh. I grimaced, trying to hide my sudden horror as I realized what he meant. They have a bet about how many people I'll kill? Yes. He admitted unwillingly. Rosalie thinks your temper will turn the odds in Jasper's favor. I felt a little high. Jasper's betting high. Welcome to the future, the year 2024. President Stephanie Meyer reigns in the Iron Fist. It's only 2024? <laughs> yeah. Fucking she, dark. She, um, enough people wrote her in the ballot this November <laughs> that she's finishing her first term as president. <laughs> <laughs> ah! enough people are like let's throw this into the ring and here we are stephanie is our president yeah yeah dark <laughs> <laughs> my name's chris i'm team carlisle charlie canceled, canceled. i'm so no i'm not even sorry to you, charlie you had your chance and you as rupaul would say fucked it up i am maggie and today I hate to admit it, but I'm Team Bellward. 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 What? We, I don't Bell-Ed think we've even looked it up. What is no. the ship name? I don't for know. fans. Is it just Bedward? Bedward is funny because they don't have one. So I'm going to say Bedward. <laughs> also, is Bedward is I'm still Squidward team, from SpongeBob? I'm still Team Rosella because Bella thinks Rosalie's legs are so hot when they uh, stick out from under Emmett's jeans. It was giving me big... Um, uh, 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 Megan Fox in the Transformers, in the Transformers working over you a car. You hadn't said that before, but I knew as soon as you said Megan that that's what you meant. Yeah, I'm remembering a scene in Transformers where she's uh, she's fixing cars a lot in that movie. That's like her one character trait. Sure. Is I can fix cars and you need me. And all the boys are like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I sort of was picturing, you know, the girl from Lost and Avatar. Um... You know who I'm talking about? Yep. Um, I would describe her as uh overalls hanging down at her hips and uh black dirty tank. tank top. Yeah. Or like some sort of earth tone tank top. Yeah, and she either has a gun or a plane. No matter what. Okay, I'm looking up her name. All I all I do know about her is she was in that horrible movie where she played um Someone who uh, uh, was forced to transition as a punishment. Oh, no. It was like a bad sci-fi movie. Michelle Rodriguez is her yes. name. Yes. Um, I don't know if she's done anything since that controversy. She did, wasn't she in Widows, the Viola Davis movie? Yes, a movie we a, haven't trailers seen. trailers that we're like... Want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I 
Is that Steve McQueen? Maybe. What I want listeners write in. (laughs) Yeah, Maggie. What? Okay, I was gonna say. Um. Also, I think it's really cute that Emmett was just like sitting in the garage while his girlfriend fixed his car, his big boy car. Well, because he's always jumping into the back of his Jeep and stuff. The suspension on these cars has to be rough. This boy constantly bouncing around on him. Um, Chris, my arm hurts. Okay. From my fall. Yeah. Uh, Maggie had what we would call a big tumble. I had a big tumble. Uh, don't worry. My ankle elevated. Iced. In some sort of compression situation, but my arm, which is all cut the fuck up, is just resting lazily on my legs. Well, what do we need arms for these days? Holding. Holding our loved ones close before Stephanie Meyer reigns America with an iron fist. Exactly. She's going to rename America to... uh, Forks. Forks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The United States of Forks. No, I would just be... Is that a podcast? No. Okay. Um... Chris, do you want to tell the people about our podcast idea we had today? Undercover Pod? No, that one we had ages ago. They uh, know about Undercover Pod. I'm talking about Birdie Bots, Ben Every and Flavor Jerry Pods. and Pod. Oh, Ben and Jerry and Pod. Um, just a Ben and Jerry's podcast. Yeah. I had s'mores. What's it called? Gimme S'more? Something like that. Sure. And it is freaking S'morny Weaver. Good. Speaking of Avatar. <laughs> Smorny Weaver Weaver. is a very funny name for like an Oscars themed snack. (laughs) You know, at Oscars, you know, when you're going to go to a watch party, there's some. uh, I hate it when I show up and I bring bring some more. I brung some more. I I kick down the door and I go, hey, everybody, I brung some more. And they go, hey, some more what? Smorny Weaver. And then everyone in the room says at the same time, they hold up their plates of s'mores. And I'm like, again, we're all wearing the same thing. A big egg costume with a top hat. What is the egg? I'm just being silly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speaking of eggs, we have a new game. Uh, oh, okay. Our house has been dominated by the award-winning board game from 2017, I think. It's Wingspan. beautiful. A beautiful game. I know we're really late on it. If you know board games, you're going to be like, idiots. wow, idiots. It's like it's like as if I said, have you seen Inception? <laughs> Listen, yeah, I've is, won this almost is, every game. Wingspan, a lot better than Inception, I will say. I have lot won less, almost every game. Yeah. But we also play Monopoly in this house, and I've won every game. It, unfortunately. What can I say? Let's, it also is very unfortunate that the only time I've won Wingspan was after playing a lot of Monopoly and drunk. <laughs> yeah, I will admit on this program that I sometimes imbibe. Yes, and while Chris was imbibed, I <laughs> lost I've by imbubbed. three points. Yeah, she keeps qualifying that she lost by three, but I smoked her by three. By three. <laughs> uh, can you tell we're really trying to spin our wheels before we have to get into this episode of Twilight? The book. <laughs> Listen, we're mad. <laughs> Look, I really can't. my angle hurts, and we're mad. <laughs> I can't wait till we get over um, The Dark Times, which is the middle of Eclipse, a book that millions of people read, but I think most people who like engaged with Twilight stopped by now, right? And they only watched the movies. I have to think. I don't think It just seems everyone I talk to is like, oh, I read the first book. I oh, only I read the first book. I think more people read the first book than all of them. Sure. But well, like, I, th- I bet if you've gotten, if you got through New Moon, you're getting through them all. Yeah, because nothing happened in New Moon, so you're like, yeah. I got to read this next book to see if something happens. And some stuff does happen. 
happen. Yeah, we. It turns out, love Edward now. Turns Whoops. out, oh, 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 dumb, dumb. Hey, we'll talk about it later. But how anyone can say that they're Team Jacob is, yeah. Come back on our pod if you are, and we'll roast you. Yeah, interrogate <laughs> that right out of you. We're gonna, we're gonna make you go. Never mind. Cancel um, culture finally caught up with finally. Jacob Black. Honestly, it needs to. <laughs> Let's get into it. I am gonna make a lemonade. Oh. And then we'll be back. I'm not going to. I know you're not. That was a lie. I told a f- big fib. My ankle hurts. Yeah. Beaker. Welcome to the Sparkle Notes. <laughs> that was something. <laughs> uh, we're nuns now. You know how nuns sing a lot? How do you solve a problem like Maria? Good point, and Sister Act. Thank you. Reluctant singers, but they sing good. Mm. Um, let's talk about what happened in these chapters. Chris, my challenge to us is to do this in five sentences or less. Great. For Should all you start three. or me? Or total? Total. Okay, great. Not at each chapter, total. You want to start or me? I'll start. Don't do a whole bunch of dashes and hyphens. <laughs> Jasper tells us his backstory as a Confederate soldier turned newborn soldier. Period. Everyone gathers round to discover bad vampires coming for them. It's like you have to really focus on each word, but it's just a sentence challenge. I'm yeah, I know. I'm trying to fill the sentence with the right word. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not as good of an off the cuff writer as you are, Maggie. My cat is disagrees. Sorry, everyone gathers to find vampires might be after them. Yeah. Okay. Edward goes to hunt, so Bella goes to Jacob. He admits he loves her. That was too. It was a semicolon. That's still another sentence. No. Okay, we're counting periods. Um, last one? That was three. Oh, four. Um, Jacob forces a kiss on Bella, comma, and she stands there still until it ends, comma, and punches him. <laughs> that was a run-on. I would say that's a run-on sentence. <laughs> um, Edwards pissed. Charlie's not. <laughs> Period. <laughs> that's what happened those these chapters. And that's what happened on Glee. Wow. And that's what happened on Lost. Wow. Let's the, po- Lost the Lost podcast would be called Pod. Pod. <laughs> the, it would be good. The cover. Okay, someone mock up this this uh the But it looks like up. it looks like the, the Lost, Lost font. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But we just go Pod. Or, <laughs> or what? <sighs> Sorry, I thought that was going to sound like a plane. <laughs> oh, Maggie, again, I'm going to go back to how impressed you were about your squeaky chair, but your impression of a plane, again, was, ah. <laughs> you know how everyone's like, oh, man, don't you hate I it when you hear. I don't think you can tell, but I'm laughing really hard. I really Maggie's thought... face is so red. I really, really thought that was Maggie, I hate like to tell you, but I think you're an idiot. <laughs> 
Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to like. better. <laughs> sure. All right, we'll be back. Okay. <laughs> I'm still embarrassed. Still very rad. Uh, um, so Twilight Eclipse, these chapters, begins with another classic trope of this book, which is let's spend an entire chapter of a character telling us their backstory. In quotes. So that way, that way we only have to deal with it for one chapter and then we're done. We're rinsing our hands of Jacob. Nope. What's Jasper. His name? Jasper. I'm not sure if we talked about last this last time when we were talking about Rosalie's backstory. Um, but it is important to note that Stephanie puts quotes at the beginning of the chapter and quotes at the end. Jasper's monologuing for the whole chapter, but she's still narrating the story in her own voice. Which suggests that Jasper is telling the story to Bella thusly. I turned to the girl with auburn hair and eyes that sparkled, and she said, no, not even that. I want to go there, she, she said sighed. with a little smile. <laughs> it's like, who, t- who tells stories like that? No one. It's crazy. It's so you nuts. have to like you have to like take yourself out from that, yeah, um, and then you can get into the meat and potatoes of this backstory. Which I don't have much to say about. I it. I don't either. Other than Chris was proven right. Jasper willfully <laughs> joined the Confederate. He army. He lied about his age to become a Confederate soldier before he was of it, and he like quickly rose through the ranks to become like a like, commander of the Confederate army at seventeen. Yeah, he was like high up in the con. Because he can manipulate people's emotions, but at the time they didn't know that. Right, they just thought he was a charming lad. A southern gentleman. We're confirmed that he's from Texas. Something that I don't think he's really talked about before this, but you feel like it would, it would stand out that this guy has an 18, you know, okay. 80s Texas drawl. Yes. It would, it would uh, stand out. Why make the choice to have your ageless vampire be a Confederate soldier instead of like someone who grew up in the Confederacy and didn't want to be a Confederate right. soldier, who, which like, is much more interesting? Saved people. Yeah. No, I don't know. But he tells us his backstory about he was turned into a vampire by these three vampire women who are trying to like. We've decided. Revenge. We've decided that that is what the book should be. Yeah, I was about. like, I'd rather read the story about these three Southern um, and one Mexican woman. Um. Trying to like get revenge on the, the Voltori, the Voltori who like killed all their family, and I was like, "Where's that book?" <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. And they keep just like turning hunky soldiers, Confederate soldiers, into their minions. Yeah, that's good vampire. What, Maria, one of the vampires, explicitly only turns men into her soldiers. Jasper's like, "It's because she wanted soldiers," as if women vampires aren't superheroes. <laughs> but uh, we'll skip past that. That's a bias of Maria and then Vampire. they meet. She he meets Alice, and Alice is like, "What took you so long?" And he's like, "My my my apologies, ma'am." I guess Let's we're soulmates. And then they met up with the Collins. I honestly, I just don't have anything to say about it. All I it had- should have been fun, and it instead was not. Yeah, all the details out of context in a wiki, you'd be like, "Oh, that's interesting." Let me see how it plays out in the book, and then you read it, and you're like, "Oh, it's kind of just a wiki." Yeah. If HBO's Confederacy show, the Game of Thrones Confederacy show, was instead about these three women stealing soldiers from the Confederate army to, to take make Vampire your, Army, yeah. that would be a prestige show. I absolutely that would, would be watch. better. That would be yeah. better. Um, the only element of here that I highlighted was um, Jasper finally decided not to be a soldier anymore because his role in the Vampire Army was to like recruit new people and then murder them once they like stopped being young and super powerful. So his job was basically to snap the necks of baby vampires. 
And he's decided, I'm not going to do this anymore after he met like a very sweet man who's just like, Jasper, you don't have to do this. Chris doesn't know what Texas accents sound like. I can't like, do Texas. Maggie okay. grew up in Texas. You can do it. So I do it much longer from, from the hot, moist Louisiana streets. <laughs> Jasper, <laughs> you, you don't, don't have to live this way. I just, I just wrote gay question mark. And it was not explored. Anymore. Um, Chris, I think there's another thing you highlighted that was really funny. There? Yeah, it was like. Let me return to the text. I think there's a funny thing. Our favorite thing to do. Um, this is I the do analysis mark, that people They do look for this for. analysis. I do uh, mark up these books as I read. Um, who knows what it was, but he um, is not a great storyteller, but I'm glad that we're finally hearing him talk out loud. Um, I wrote confirmed when he was um, a confederate. I go, yep, that's it. Oh, the bit of lore. Remember last last episode or the night or the one before where Edward was like, all vampires are white. Yeah, it happens here again where uh, uh, Jasper's like, even this woman who who he says whose features were clearly Mexican was porcelain in the moonlight, suggesting either one Jasper doesn't believe that people can be from Mexico and have pale skin, which is. Definitely wrong. <laughs> Just like, uh, open your eyes. Um, or two, vampires, everyone becomes white? Yeah, like, no matter what, what color your human skin was, you turn into, like, a white marble. The whitest people. I guess we'll have to keep reading to find uh, out what happens. So this is a wild thread that I don't know if it's been explored. Honestly, <laughs> so if you're listening and you know about why everyone is like, yeah... All the black vampires get porcelain white skin. This race papers could be written about. I'm not going to write them, but they could be. Written. It's a to- it's a topic for an undergrad paper about a. Uh huh. Um, I did write. I did highlight something else, but I want to save it for the end. I see. Yeah. It was one of those. One I of, knew there was one, something. It was, funny. A sh- it, was a, it was a goofy moment that I thought was really funny, but I'll bring it up at the end. So that's Jasper's tale. And then we get into what the only thing that really happens in these three chapters, the, our fury. The true fall of Jacob Black. The the nail in his coffin, even though he's not a vampire, he doesn't sleep in a coffin. Let's take it step by step. Let's break it down. Sure. Step one. He's, he's asleep. He's, he sleeps. He invites his friend over and then sleeps the whole time and then crushes her against his body and so much that she has to leave. <laughs> yeah. Step two, he pulls her aside and says, I'm in love with you. Yeah, he like Bella. makes her go to the patio after he took a nap um, while watching TV. And he's like, oh, I feel like I messed this whole date up. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're being so freaking weird. And then he like plants his feet and he looks at her and he's like, Bella, I have to tell you, I'm in love with you. And she's like, uh, dude, I know <laughs> I'm going to go. He's she's like, like, I should really get going. And he's like, oh, cool. So I guess you're. You never you, want to talk to me ever you're again? You're mean then if you don't love me back? Yeah. So step three, I would just call full gaslighting manipulation yeah, time. Yeah, fully makes her think that she's a bad person for not wanting to sleep with him. And she falls for it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, and that's really not her sad. fault. He's being a shit. He's like, it's mean for you. To be, to my, be friend my friend and not, not want to kiss me. And she's like, yeah, I guess that is I mean. guess it is mean. When really, it's not. 
Because just moments before, she was like, dude, I love someone else. I don't love you. Really clearly. She does a really good job also saying, Jacob, I do love you. I'm not in love with you. I love you like I love my dad. You're like a family member. I've known you since we were little. You're kind of like, unfortunately, (laughs) as Stephanie would say, you're like a brother, but not in the way that Stephanie Meyer likes her brother. (laughs) Another episode. (laughs) Put it in the, the, the bag. And then comes the biggie. Step four. Step four. He forces her to kiss him several times. Yeah. He forces his tongue in her mouth. It's she re- is tries to push away and can't. It's like violently described. It's really disgusting. It's really horrible to read. And it's a uh, um it's really shocking after we read um Rosalie's chapter, which was really dark and horrible. And then we read this. In which Bella describes over paragraphs about how horrible this experience was. of, And how she's like, her weak human limbs can't physically push this guy off of her. This guy's kissing her and she's like, I've tried to push him away, but also he's a supernatural monster. And I can't. And so then he stops and he's like smirking and grinning. This is where it really gets gross for me. Yeah. Um, not that everything else wasn't also atrocious, but he is so slimy afterwards and shows like no human no emotion bella was just like um are you done okay and he was like yeah babe and, and so she punches him in the face and then he laughs about it and he's like i wouldn't even known you were trying to not kiss me until you punched me as if he wasn't paying attention and he was like you kiss me back and she was like clearly not and he's like yeah he's i've like, never kissed anyone so to me that was the best kiss i've ever had he's like picks on her he's like yeah it was our best kiss yet i'll do it again anytime if that's all that you can do to me back is punch me so then he forces her to accept his ride home, drives her home, follows her inside. She needs ice. And here's where we have to officially cancel the, Charlie the Swan. The downfall of Charlie Swan. Our two boys in this, in this chapter go right down the whole shithole. She's like, I punched Jacob. And Charlie's like, why? And Jacob is like, I kissed her. And he goes, oh, congrats, man. Like, like, that's the cops coming to arrest Charlie and Jacob. Why? Edward is the only, only, only person in this chapter who's like, oh man, what Jacob did is fucked up. And it's also fucked up your dad's treating you this way. Come to my house where my dad will take care of your hand. Yeah, it's insane that Charlie is like, oh, my daughter punched you. What did you do? And he says, kissed her. And then he goes, Instead of saying, oh, you Get kissed her. Get the fuck out and, of my house. Oh, I know that people don't punch somebody after they were Good kissed. Good kissing. And if you do, you're not going to be mad about it. You would have said, please punch me. I want to you to. I want you to kiss and punch me. That's not what happened here. Bella says, why don't you arrest me, dad? I'm the one throwing punches. Because Charlie suggests that he's going to arrest Edward if Edward tries to fight Jacob. Right. So she's like, why don't you arrest me? I'm the one throwing punches. And Charlie's like, okay, Jake, do you want to press charges? And Jacob is, this is the worst part of the whole chapter for me. He's like, no, I'd take that trade any day. Yeah. It was horrible. See, the problem is nothing much else happens outside of the last two chapters of this chunk other than just horrible gaslighting. and um, It's just pages and pages of Bella being upset rightfully. And no one taking her seriously until finally Edward comes back. And then Edward's the only one taking it seriously as what it is, which is a huge problem. A really huge problem that uh, Charlie should have 
told Jacob to go home, talk with Bella if she wanted to talk about it, and then also call Jacob's dad to be like, you need to know what the fuck your son is up to. It's not okay. Um, what's also sad is that the book, the, the only person who's on Bella's side is uh, Edward, which makes it, it's framed as just like a, a love triangle quarrel type thing. Because she's like, be. I'll fight for her It's not too. a competition. It's not yeah. like, oh, this is just another way they're expressing how they're fighting over Bella. It should be a non-starter. It's a non-starter. One, one boy assaulted her. The other boy is her boyfriend and... And just said, just said, that's not. Oh, frick, let me take you to my doctor, dad. I thought Edward, uh, as Maggie said, these chapters in this book have really turned us around on creepo Edward to be like, you're kind of creepy, but at least you're now softening up and chilling out. Bella makes a series of, um, I would call housekeeping phone calls that didn't need to be in this book. Um, <laughs> yeah, she called going. like a pharmacy and to see what the hours of a grocery store were. <laughs> she and may as well have. Um, and the whole time Edward just plays with her hair. <laughs> He's really softened between these. It's almost as if we only can have one tough boy at a time. So now yeah. we have Jacob, but he's not tough. He's the weakest little worm. Yeah. Um, and Edward's the mature, um, responsible person. Yeah. Um, but it has endearing me. I liked how when, when Bella was like, I punched Jacob and she's clearly upset. Edward's pretty calm. He just says, well. I'll come get you. Yeah, he was kind of like, congrats, I'm glad you got to punch him, and that felt good. Don't like that it hurt your hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was, he's like... He was like supporting how she like, felt. Oh, and... ha ha. Because he knows, because he can read minds, that Jacob was like, gonna confess his love to her. Right. So he's like, oh, well, I'm happy to hear you punch this guy that hit on you. And then she's like, yeah, he kissed me, and Edward is like, vroom, vroom, it was pretty I'm funny. outside your house. <laughs> she was on the phone with him, and she's like, yeah, he he kissed me, and then she... Says all I heard from the other line was the revving of an engine. And he <laughs> said, I'm it, around the corner. Like a cartoon. And uh, Charlie's like, maybe you should go, Jacob. And Jacob's like, nah, I'll take my changes here, bro. Yeah. He's really. In my head, nasty. Jacob is now a surfer dude and he's a freaking douche. He kind of is with his like groupies. Yeah. Pretty gross. Um, I don't really have much else to say, but I mean, it's pretty this clear. This is going to be a short episode because almost nothing happened, and it's not that fun to rant to about listen. someone ha- assaulting a yeah, character. It's, not, <laughs> it's also like, what we, there's nothing more to discuss. Other than, uh, it's bad. It's really bad, you guys. There are some, it's bad the way it's written. It's bad the way it makes Bella feel. It's bad, bad the way Jacob it makes me did feel. it. It's bad that Stephanie made a character that we're supposed to like do something like this. It's bad that she made us read this. And made <sighs> teens read this. And pick sides. It's just like, there's no question that he did a really bad thing. And it's, people talk about Twilight being bad for girls. A million op-eds, Twilight's bad for girls. I think Twilight is bad for boys because it makes boys think that they can do things like this and then still come out fucking your girlfriend's daughter right? or whatever. I don't think Jacob's going to get any comeuppance unless you consider like him not getting the girl as his. But, but he, he gets does. the ultimate girl. He gets her baby. Yeah. So <laughs> he rumple stiltskins Bella <laughs> and takes her baby because he guessed her horrible name. <laughs> the Loch Ness monster. As they say in the movie. There are some um fun little nuggets in these chapters, though. Yes. Like we're learning that uh Alice is still throwing Bella's graduation party. Mm-hmm. Um these uh and 
unfortunately, who is not going to be at the grad party is Renee, Bella's mom. <laughs> Here's this is a great rant. Yeah. Why is Wait, do you Renee... want me to want me to want me to start the clock? Yes. There's no clock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll start, sure, I'll start sure. the music. We'll do, our, we'll do our rumble again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Chris, go. Oh, you were the one who okay, had something to do. Okay, let okay. me... Uh, you, you, know how, you know how rumbles three, always watching, start. I'm watching six clocks and... People politely... Okay, okay. And three... Okay. Uh, Renee? Renee. Bitch, what are you doing, Renee? <laughs> Get your head out of your ass, Renee. Tell Brody, your boyfriend what's Brody, his, Phil, 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 to fucking... Get a sling, get a physical therapist, have one of his other JV teammates come watch your house, water the plants, water fill, and <laughs> get the fuck into forks for your daughter's fucking graduation, you dick. Yeah, Renee, her excuse is, oh, my boyfriend broke his leg and he did stay home. Renee, you can take a long weekend. He's not going to die. I broke my ankle today, maybe, and I'm still recording this podcast. Yeah, if he's going to die from this broken leg, it's either it's either pioneer times or he needs to be in a hospital. Either way, you need to be at your daughter's graduation party. Also, casts exist. Phil, get a fucking cast and come along to your stepdaughter's graduation. Come on. Renee, not a good look. All parents in these chapters canceled. My step grandpa came to my high school graduation. Didn't start sign the card, but he came. Thank God, I didn't talk to him a single time. But you knew he was there. But he was there. Stop the clock. Wow, a classic rant. Uh, the crowd goes. Sorry, wild. there was so was many that planes. A plane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Also, these chapters, we learn a lot about newborn vampires, as they're called. Yes. Vampires when they're freshly turned into one. And Edward's like, Bella, when you turn into one, you're going to be stronger even than Emmett. And Bella was like, that makes me giggly to think about. <laughs> but it also made her sad because she thought, oh, I'm going to be a blood-hungry monster for a couple years. Yeah, the book, is trying gonna... to, the book is trying to trick us into thinking that Bella is oh, like rethinking becoming a vampire yeah, like, is she in ready exchange yet? for Jacob, and that's fucked because it's a stupid, it's just a trick. Yeah. We, we're, we know. As a teen, I knew. Right. Yeah. You read this book and you're like, ay, ay, ay. You don't say he's my know. destiny if you're not going to fall through. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. we know she's going to be a vampire, so let's do it yesterday. I want to see her run up a tree like a spider monkey. <laughs> Okay, I want to I want to take a break. Chris, 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 Chris. Yep. Chris, Chris, I can't. Chris, I can't. Chris, Chris. I can't stop. Chris, I can't stop thinking about. I can't stop. This can't 90s stop kids about. program. Chris, I can't stop thinking about. Um, I can't stop thinking about how Bella describes Rosalie the hottest she's ever been. We talked about it briefly, but it deserves a reading. Bella simply cannot stop thirsting over Rosalie. When will they kiss? Never. Edward drove around the house to the garage. Emmett and Rosalie were there. Rosalie's perfect legs, recognizable even sheathed in jeans, were sticking out from under the bottom of Emmett's huge Jeep. Hot. Incredibly hot. Emmett's just holding the Jeep up. Yeah, like a, and like a car her jack. Hot, skinny jeaned leg. Yeah, why is she doing car work in? Because it's hot. Or are they? Or is she in jeggings? <laughs> Remember, <laughs> was this at the time of jeggings? I think it was pre. I think it was pre jeggings. This dude. might be maybe even pre legs. 
Yeah, it was pre-legs. Pre-leggings. Oh, pre-leggings. Sure. I don't think we were wearing leggings in 2007. I don't think so either. Feels like it was a couple years off. Yeah. Uh, Listen, when when America you know, that was a downfall of yeah, America. Flare jeans were still in, so I remember. And then skinny jeans were like starting, and it makes sense that Rosalie, the vampire, would wear skinny jeans, even though remember, she's blonde. Remember, like fluorescent color skinny jeans. I had at least three pairs. Like yellow. I had a bright jeans. neon yellow skinny yep. jeans. I had red skinny jeans, like Miley Cyrus or the Jonas Brothers. I, who knows? Who knows? Which, but they both had them. I feel like and I, vests. Vest. I would wear graphic tees from Delia's. Oh. Vests <laughs> and red skinny jeans. Ew. And like I have to say, you like but Converse, all- but that didn't have laces. You know, yeah, black. I say you, but what was product I red? Plaid shorts and a polo. I also wore plaid on plaid, a real yeah. sign. Imagine you're being famous sign, famous capital S sign. You know, if you're a certain way. I also had these skinny jeans that had like print, like. Not like checkered, leopard? not leopard, but like... Like zebra? No, it was like diagonal lines, but they were like fritzed, you know, like static, static. Weird, like uh, Anyway, like all my jeans, all my shirts, they were from Delia's, which suggests, as all girls know, all girls listening to the pod know that that means also all my socks were from Delia's, because Delia's always tricks you into buying two for three, three for two socks. I'm going to talk right through Janine coughing. Yeah. I don't know if it's in the audio or not. Either way, you'd buy $38 and they'd be like, well, you get free socks if you buy uh, $40. So you'd buy a pair of socks and then you get a free pair. And they said, well, if you get two pairs of socks, you could get three. And it happened every time. They up- Somehow you end up leaving with a bunch of socks? It was freaking crazy there, man. They did it with graphic tees, too. There's only so many Snoopy t-shirts oh. one team can own. I, I can, I'm just imagining you in a Snoopy t-shirt, uh, a horrible Tight. vest. No, a regular vest. Okay, regular vest in bright red skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. Or neon yellow or in my Smurfs graphic tee. <laughs> and again, again, a vest. Don't forget, this is also the era when I thought I would look really good with cherry red hair. I didn't do it. A little British lad. But a part of me was like, I'd look so alt and cool. Alt. Um, and I never did it, and I'm glad I did it, but I should have during quarantine. I bought all my It vests. is the time of video chats, so I still do have to look at my coworkers, but I could say it's a funny filter. I bought all my vests at New York and Company. And look at you now. You're in New York, and you have company. This is when the Grey's Anatomy characters were the promo for New York and Company, so I thought, this is where kids my age are <laughs> <goes." laughs> This is where the cool kids are getting their cool kicks and threads. Turns out, no, it's mostly business women clothes. I I think I've seen pictures of you in this era wearing suits, sometimes or like shirts suits. with big collars. Sometimes shirts with big collars. I went to the Supreme Court and I wore my New York and Company pinstripe suit and a shirt with a big collar, and then it was time to tour. So what I did was I kept the blazer on, changed into jeans, and my Smurfs t-shirt, and I wore the t-shirt and a blazer and jeans around On DC. a tour of the Capitol building? Uh, well, yeah, all over, man. I don't know, you were a real, uh, you know, delegate from, <laughs> from uh-huh. Peanuts. <laughs> uh-huh. And I also <laughs> had one a shirt that was like, it wasn't camo, but it looks camo. But if you looked closely, it was toy soldiers. Oh. They were the 
splotches. Oh, I have a I have some clothing like that. <laughs> undies. It's undies. It goes on my butt. Yeah, imagine just that the butt on my nothing on the front body. It was the funny enough. The shirt was only on the front. It was just green on the back. Are we going to return to Twilight? Anyway, <clears throat> Rosalie's legs, recognizably hot. hot. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a good detour. The point of us starting this, to be fair, was to remember our times in our lives in 2007. So I'm glad we finally this was a good returned uh-huh. to a, a glimpse. And if you shared any of these glimpses, please tell us. <laughs> if we reach 20,000 followers on Instagram, I will post a photo shoot I did of myself standing on the fountain outside of my dad's studio uh. with slicked back hair. <laughs> like in the Matrix! With gelled back hair. Ah! Uh, a big t-shirt, a uh, husky gap boys jeans, and sticking my tongue out and doing rock and roll signs. What? Standing on top of a fountain. Yes. Have I seen these? Probably not. Oh. They no will not be this. released this, until these, we have followers. These are cursed blackmail images. This these are stopping you from running for president. They definitely will once they hear this podcast. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh <laughs> Something I can't stop thinking about from um, Twilight that we read was during um, Jasper's backstory. He talks about being approached by three women vampires. And he was like, oh, they were the most beautiful creatures I've ever seen. One of them says, what's your name, soldier? Maria asked me. Major Jasper Whitlock, ma'am, I stammered, unable to be impolite to a female, even if she was a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) One Two, female. Three, I'm such a southern gentleman. I have to be polite, even if you are a ghost. Like a Snooby Doo, Snooby, Snoop Dogg Doo character. Yep. Snoopy Doo. Snoopy Doo. I would also watch the ghost version of that TV show. Where three ghosts come back to get their hometowns restored. Also, I think in the South they had heard of Legends of Vampires. I think if you saw pale, hot people, automatically you'd be like, oh shit, vamps, my dude. Yeah, I don't, uh, this is, this is post-gothic horror. We know about vampires in, the, in Civil War times. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, someone take my English degree away. We definitely do. Yeah, we definitely do. We're about to start reading Freud in a couple decades. I stopped talking because I don't remember the next thing I was supposed to Oh, remember. I remember my next thing. Do I say it? No, give me a second. Okay, here she goes. She's thinking really hard. Rubbing her temples. If that's going to bring the memory back. And now she's touching her cheek as if the cheek stores the memory like some sort of weird drug. Now she's touching the tip of her nose like she's Sabrina, the teenaged witch. She wiggles her nose. No, that's bewitched. Magic. That's, that's Samantha Stevens in Bewitched. That's the whole. Sabrina says look, smells. Look, you got long no, hair and you're no. a witch. You all look the same to me. Am I right? It's like how all ghosts look the same to Jasper. Bewitched in color. Um, yep. I don't, I didn't remember. Well, <sighs> it's not a lot to remember in these chapters, to be fair. I know. The last thing that um, I thought was very funny was um, <laughs> Bella, Bella, during all this, please silence your phones. We're on air. Um, Bella, during all of this, uh, has to also do a test. Uh, 
Um, because it's the end of the school year. Also, finals. Who, who has finals like the week before graduation? No one. That's Ansan. Um, one minor can't stop thinking about. Edward's like, how do you think you did on the test? And Bella's like, I think fine enough to pass. And Edward goes, I can bribe the teacher if you want. <laughs> As if he, he probably can. Because he's, he's heard his... He's heard Mr. Varner's thoughts. He can blackmail him. He knows him. Mr. Varner is like, you dumb is, assholes, give me some money and I'll give you whatever you want. He knows want. that Varner is diddling the nurse. Something. Yeah. So he could he could have some blackmail going on. Is that how they're rich? Blackmail? They're, yeah, they're, they're Scientology <sighs> That's people. unethical at the very least. I think it's unethical. Using their powers yeah. against him but claiming to be vampires. I remembered it. Oh, here we go. I meant to say vegetarians when I said yeah, vampires. Yeah, I, I gotcha. I remembered what I can't stop thinking about. Yeah. Chris. Are they called vampertarians? No, they're called vegetarians. Oh, well. Chris. Yes. Chris. Yep. Chris. What? I cannot stop thinking now that I started thinking again about right. the fact so that- you could stop thinking. Uh-huh. Laurent, we find out, was mated with the- one of the, you know, Tucson vampires. They're from Alaska. Alaskan vampires. And um, so they wanna the they wanna come help the kill the newborns. Right. But in exchange they have to be able to kill the whole wolf pack. And the colons are like, No. Actually that would mess stuff up for us. That would not be a good look. For us to for wipe us. out all the werewolves. Um, but anyway, Bella is horrified at the idea of killing the wolves. Good. She should be. They're human beings. But not horrified that the wolves killed this person who had a family to return to. Laurent. Um, at all. You're going to say, that's fine. He was going to kill her. He was a combat. She's still a little sad. But I'm going to remind us all. Bella. Once she's a vampire, will is unwilling to kill regular wolves, but she's fine with this human being being murdered, murdered, human vampire being, humanish. It's stupid. All I'm gonna say: kill the wolves. Sure, they're not people. She might as well. Um, yeah, I mean, but I she's not going to kill them because it reminds cute. her of the werewolves, but she's okay with killing this vampire as if it doesn't remind her of her vampire boyfriend. It probably does, but the were- the wolves are innocent. That were- that vampire man was not. Yeah, the deer are innocent. The bears are innocent that they kill. You can, maybe she you can choose what you don't want to eat. I think it's fair. She's it's like her. She's saying, I just don't want to eat red meat. That's all she'll want to do is eat red meat when she's a vampire. Hey. Um, the last thing I can't stop thinking about uh, uh, was related to Bella having to do tests. Um, and she was like really thrown off by this learning that vampires are out to get her. And then she learned all this history about Jasper and vampires, how they've been fighting a secret war in the South for generations and all this stuff. And she says, if I didn't watch myself, I might end up writing my history essay on the vampire wars of the South. Do that. <laughs> That's better than whatever that Shakespeare essay she wrote was. She's bad at writing essays, so might as well write that. But I think it's so funny that she's like, if I start dozing off during my test, I'm just going to start writing long form essays about the history of vampires. And we're reading a 700 page essay that she wrote right now. And let me tell you, Bella, you did it and um total eclipse of my mind. Fart. Total eclipse of the fart. 
Get out of here, Weird Al. Well, Weird Sal. I'm Weird Sal. Yeah, I do clubs. <laughs> Weird Sal. Yankabump. Yankabump. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, well, that's all for me this week. <laughs> I think we're ready to close a book on these. Uh, close a book on these chapters is what I was going yes, to say. Yes, close the chapter on these book chapters. Yeah. yeah. Chapter, I'm glad that chapter, they're, they're behind chapter. us, but I know they simply won't be. Yeah. The ramifications of this, um, are the ripple effects are going to be felt forever. We should make a bingo board for next week. Bingo board. Bingo bango board. Great. And we'll explain it auto uh, on audio. So yes. Top One left corner is. <laughs> free space will be somehow, some way, Bella's going to forgive Jacob. Oh, yeah. One of, the, one of the squares is Bella blames herself for a man's <laughs> actions. That's the free space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, poor girl. Simply must. Well, if you want to, you know, if you've enjoyed this, you can leave us an iTunes review if you want. Wow. Five, five stars, stars, please. Um, if you want to... Follow us on Instagram so that I'll release those pics. Yeah. Um, that's at Edward is a vampire pod. If you want to send us a long form essay about what you were like in 2007 and what clothes you were wearing. Or and, a short form. Or we'll publish it either way. Publish. Yeah. She says publish. We'll publish it if you email us at edwardersvampirepod at gmail.com. Uh, we're releasing our Edward is a zine zine. Uh, it's mostly drawings. Why are you committing me to this? I'm not. We're not going to do oh, it. Oh, uh, This God. is a bit. Oh, this is a bit. This is a bit. We watch The Voice. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Chris is sick. He uh, aged. Oh, God. He's crumbling. My, He's crumbling. My lips. His my lips. Right oh, no. Oh, I'm going to have to Jerry's game this pod. As Edward led me past them, Rose Lee spoke from under the car. Jasper's going to win the match. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Did not think about the voice. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, we're going to clap again. <laughs> <laughs>